D-Dame. Here we go back on the scene. This is the D Dame Show brought to you by the Belligerent Sounds Network, man. This is episode two of the D Dame Show. This is the Wrestling 2018 Year in Review. Oh man, thanks. Thanks for checking out the show. Thanks for checking us out. Um, wherever you listen to this show at, just know we are also on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play Music, um, Castbox. Everywhere you listen to your podcast, man, we are there. We are live, man. Oh man, just thanks. Thanks again. Checking out. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year once again to everybody. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate you checking us out. Just spread the word, man. If you like what you hear, just spread the word. You know, Share it on social media. Um, we are at The D Dame Show. That's on Instagram and Twitter. You want to hit us up by email, it's thedamesshow at gmail.com. And um, that's it, man. We're going to just keep on going, man. Just like I said on episode one. Part one of the um, wrestling year in review. We're gonna just keep going into the new year. Um, it's a 2019. Just, just, just have a good time. Just have a good time. Hope you like what you hear, and we're gonna just keep bringing it to you. Um, yeah, that's it for that, man. So excited, excited, excited to hop into this part two. Um, the first part we did January through June, um, 2018. The the year in review. Had a lot of great moments that happened, man. A lot of bad moments, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good moments too. But um, we're gonna, we're gonna set it off, man. Set it off. We're gonna start with July, um, July the second. The man, the man, one of the most under, underutilized wrestlers in the company of WWE, um, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, man. He won't appear on the um the episode of Raw after being in a head-on collision over the weekend, man. So. Yeah, not really sure what what happened. I think I've read a couple of different stories about what happened. Um, just seemed um, just seemed pretty unfortunate. Seemed pretty unfortunate. I didn't see anywhere where it cited you know any like drug use or intoxication of any kind. Just seemed like he just lost lost control of the car, and you know, fortunately, fortunately. But like I said before, um. To me, I feel like he's very, very underutilized, man. They they had something special. They had something really special with this dude early on, and they kind of just squandered it. They kind of really just squandered it, man. But I don't know. I think he could still get there if you know if they put put it behind him. Obviously, the whole mystique is completely gone. But you know, if they just try at least at, at least try to get it back, man. They should be all right. Um, the very next day. July the third, one of the greatest of all times. Um, the legend Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, he underwent um hip replacement surgery. Hip replacement surgery. Um, I've seen, I think I've seen Ricky Steamboat since then, like on like on TV or something like that. He seems to be doing pretty good, you know, after the hip replacement surgery. Uh, but he, he was a great man. He was definitely one of the greatest, one of the greatest of all times. Um, seems like a really good guy too. Seems like a really good guy. So. Big shout out to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, July the eighth, July the eighth, Fandango. It's on another surgery, man. Fandango, he underwent surgery for a torn labrum, torn labrum, man. And um, this was it. We haven't seen Fandango since then. I said we are now at January, 2019, and Fandango's been out ever since then. And unfortunately, just the way the company is, Fandango's out. So Tyler Breeze was out, you know. I, I I just don't understand why they always do that. I really don't understand. It's like they just have all this, all these writers, and they have all all this talent behind. They just don't know what to do with people, which is it's amazing to me. But 
Who knows? That's why they get the big bucks, I guess, right? On the 11th, the 11th of July, 7-11, um, they announced the first entrant for the Mae Young Classic. Uh, she's a former a former uh, Divas champion, making her return. Um, the one and only Caitlyn. The one and only Caitlyn is back, man. Big shout out to Caitlyn. Um, I enjoyed her work. I enjoyed her work when she was when she was in the company. You know, she was kind of raw when she first started, but she definitely improved. Definitely improved over time, and um, you know, she was good. And she had a pretty good showing during the May Young Classic as well. Um, all right, a couple of different things happened on um on the fifteenth of July. The fifteenth of July was a Sunday. Um, the one and only Hulk Hogan was reinstated into the Hall of Fame. You know. <laughs> He had, he had got um, taken out of the Hall of Fame from 2015. Um, he had this, this 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 racist comments that um, that um, leaked leaked. He made some comments in private, you know, about his daughter and and, and, and black guys, and then drops the drops the n word and a whole bunch of whole bunch of nonsense. Man, um, totally disgraced. And WWE, they they. Pfft, they don't play, they, especially when it comes to that, at, at least in the public. They was like, nah, you gots to go. You <laughs> you gots to go, man. So they sent them out. And they, all these years, so all these years, so I said this happened in 2015. And now is the middle of 2018. He, he's just now getting reinstated. So look look about, like about three years. Three years. Um, They finally took him back. So they reinstated, reinstated Hulk Hogan. Um, that same day, it was a it was a Extreme Rules pay per view. Extreme Rules and Hogan met with the roster before the pay per view, and once again, I don't know Hogan man. He just he just can't keep his foot out of his mouth, man. He a lot of people took offense to 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 his meeting with the with the roster. They say he didn't really apologize. He kind of basically just said for everybody to just. Watch what you say if there's cameras around or phones around. Just watch what you say. You know he didn't. He didn't apologize. He didn't do any of that stuff. So I, I know a lot of the wrestlers were offended, including like the New Day and um, I think Mark Henry might have said something about it too. They were really offended by it. So it is what it is, man. Um, that same day they had, like I said, they had the they had the Extreme Rules uh pay per view wasn't. Wasn't really much going on. The, the main event was, of the pay-per-view was Ziggler versus Rollins in a 30-man Iron Man match. I mean, I don't know. I, I, only, I honestly don't even really remember the match because they fought so many fucking times over the year. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how people can get excited for watching the same match over and over and over again. It's, uh, I don't know. I can't do it. 7-16, July the 16th, um, they announce, they announce Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the SummerSlam um, title match, women's title match. They announced that match going down. Um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting to check out Ronda Rousey, see what she do in a one-on-one match for the title against Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is really small. But uh, it's gonna be interesting. Interesting to check it out. Um, the NXT tapings. NXT tapings on the 18th of July. Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. He actually defeated Alistair Black for the NXT title. Man, that was a shock. That was definitely a shock to everybody. Nobody was really expecting that. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And the the Alistair Black inside the ring was really that. Wasn't really that great. Wasn't really that great to begin with. He, um, I don't know. Even though he was the champion, he wasn't even main eventing the the pay per views. You know, actually, Gallus the Black. I mean, um, Champa and Gargano was main eventing like like takeovers. You know, this guy wasn't the champion. He wasn't even main eventing his own show. So, you know, so it's kind of a lackluster, lackluster title run for Alistair Black, unfortunately. I mean, he's really good, but they just didn't put a lot of emphasis on him. Maybe he didn't have a really good opponents or something like that. So, And they took took the belt off of him, and um, that was it for that. On the 23rd of July, the WWE officially announced the all-women's pay-per-view evolution to be held in um, Long Island. On, excuse me, on Long Island, New York, at the Nassau Coliseum on October 28th. Um, 
there was rumors about this for for months, for months. So and probably from the beginning of the year, there was there was a, a little hubbub about it. They was gonna announce this, man. So it was exciting. It was a exciting moment. I think um, that's when Stephanie, um, you know, had the women out, and you know, you know Stephanie. <laughs> you know how Stephanie is, man. But it was exciting, nonetheless, to hear about the pay per view. And um, yeah, I was I was interested. I didn't really think much of it at the time. I was like, oh, here we go, because they ruin everything else. They don't really put a lot of emphasis on the women when it comes to certain things. So wasn't really expecting much, but. Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised, man. Oh, man. 29th of July, we had, unfortunately, two. We had two wrestling deaths, man. Um, the first one was um, a great a great from the 80s. From the 80s, WWE. And, I, you know, obviously his career probably started in the 70s, a little earlier. But I, I'd known him from the WWF, you know, in the 80s. One of the, one of the hills, one of the top hills, along with um, Iron Sheik. Talk about Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov, um, he was great. He was great for his time. Big guy, big muscular guy. I don't remember him ever being offensive in the ring. Then again, I wasn't really looking for work rate back then anyway. But um, he, he did his job, did his job. Big, big, nasty heel. And then he had his um, face turn, you know, years years down the road, you know, after he joined, like, Ted DiBiase, um, the Million Dollar Corporation. And then he actually turned against them and, you know, big shout out to Nikolai Volkov, man. He was a he was a very solid, very solid wrestler. Um, the, um he was seventy years old, by the way. Oh man, but that same day, same exact day, man. Um, Brian Christopher, also known as um, what's his what's his ring name? Grandmaster Sexay, the son of Jerry the King Lawler. He was found dead in his jail cell. I think he got arrested a couple of days before, and uh, he was found dead in his jail cell, and they said it was suicide. Said he tried to hang himself. I think when they actually found him, he was like, I think I think he had like a slight pulse when they, when they found him, and then he died in the hospital like a couple of hours later, you know. I think they gave Jerry Lawler time to, um, to come and see him. They gave him time to see him. I think Jerry Lawler was actually in North Carolina during, at um, some kind of like, what you call them, um, like autograph signer type of thing, like convention, and then I think they gave him time to 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 come to come see his son, and then I guess they might have pulled the plug or something like that. But just very unfortunate, very unfortunate. I mean, he had a lot of he had a lot of issues, a lot of substance abuse issues. I know he was arrested a lot of times, and just just it's unfortunate, man. Forty forty what's that? Forty six years old, just. Just unfortunate, very unfortunate, man. You know, I still like listen. I remember even listening to um, Jerry Lawless podcast like a couple of days after. Man, it was just just heart wrenching, man. Just heart wrenching listening to Jerry Lawler. Just and, like any parent shouldn't have to bury their kid, man. Just just rough, just rough. <sighs> but big shout out to Jerry the King Lawler. Big shout out to them on the thirty first, thirty first of July, which is on the SmackDown. Charlotte Flair return, and they just added her to the title match. There was a title match was set for um, WrestleMania, set for WrestleMania. It was um, it was set for um, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch taking on Carmella, and then um, there was a whole bunch of shenanigans. And basically, it seems like they basically just added, just added Charlotte back to just added Charlotte to the match, and that would help. Going along with the storyline for um for Becky Lynch, help along because you know it kind of seems like Charlotte just came back out of nowhere and got a title match instantly. So it is what it is, man. Um, we're gonna hop into one more thing that actually happened in July. Remember now, last month I was talking about a whole bunch of nonsense going on with with the um with the Ring of Honor. They were trying to play in an MSG show. So they you know try to play an MSG show and then WWE came and like squashed it. They came and squashed it along with MSG and talked to whoever it was in charge and they got it and they kind of actually canceled it. But now the show is back on. So now it is officially a Ring of Honor and New Japan G1 Supercard and it's officially officially set for um, Madison Square Garden on um, at WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania weekend. So congratulations to them guys. Sure it's gonna be a really, really good show. Unfortunately I think they kinda lost some of their um they kinda lost some of their main talents 
for now, it seems like, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. August the 2nd, August the 2nd, man, Glenn Jacobs, Glenn Jacobs, otherwise known as Kane, he has put the, the, the projected winner as the next mayor of Knox County. So congratulations to Kane. On the 6th, the 6th of August, uh, Ronda Rousey made her in-ring Raw debut versus Alicia Fox. I remember the match, man. It was real quick, real um, squash match. I remember her doing a, a million arm drags to Alicia Fox. And Alicia Fox is okay. She's kind of she's yeah, she's kind of underrated. I think she gets a bad rap. I think she yes, yeah, I think she gets a really bad rap because I think she's okay. I don't know as far as if she hurts people or what. I'm not sure about all that, but she's okay in the ring. She's she's not too bad. On the 8th, on the 8th of August, the WWE, they released unaired final moment from um, a Paul Heyman promo that he did. He did during Raw where he was talking about um, Brock Lesnar versus um, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And then he, because I think Roman, uh, Brock Lesnar had like attacked him like the, the week before or something. And then Paul Heyman was like, oh, uh, uh, Reigns can't win unless. So then everybody you know, was speculating that he was going to turn on Lesnar and Jordan. I don't know. I wasn't really interested, in, honestly, in all of this stuff. It just wasn't very interesting. I was just tired of seeing, tired of seeing both of them, actually, in all honesty. Uh, the same day, NXT started the Who Attacked Alistair Black angle. Um, I guess come to find out that Alistair Black was actually injured, so they had to write him off the TV some kind of way. So they did the well, he got attacked in the parking lot, and um, it was it was so awesome the way they did it. NXT man, they, they they're so old school. It was awesome the way they did it, and then they had you know then they went to show the video where like kind of who done who done it where you see all these wrestlers in the parking lot walking away from the scene, and then they kind of isolated each one of them. Like, was it this person? Was it that one? Was it this one? It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see. On the 8th, on the 8th of August, Renee Young is announced as a guest commentator on Raw. I think um, Coach had to go do do something. I don't remember. Probably some ESPN thing, or that maybe that's just an excuse, just to get him off the show for a little while. And um, Renee Young, Renee Young. So big shout out to her. Oh man, this this next one was really sad. Um, Coca Banner, Coca Banner, like I stated, uh, probably was either either May or June. I think it was in June where the the um, the case, the civil case, you know, Doctor Doctor Amen against uh, Chris against um, CM Punk and, and Coca Banner. You know, all all they were basically found not guilty. But un- unfortunately, turned around and Cole Cabana filed a lawsuit against CM Punk over unpaid um, medical, um, unpaid um, lawyer fees. Yeah, it was just unfortunate, man, to see what everybody perceived as two friends, two really good friends. They, you know, let all this stuff come between them, and they they had a really rocky. Um, Seem like a really rocky relationship, you know, to end out the year. Especially, I mean, you being sued when you got to sue your friend. I mean, it's I don't I don't know. To me, I, I don't know if that's really your friend anymore, man, or you're not friends anymore. When when it got to come down to that, so very unfortunate. Um, that same day, Tiga Knox, Tiga Knox, um, one of the women that was in the May Young Classic, she got injured. Uh, I think she like broke like her leg. I think she broke like every bone in her leg or something like that, and. The unfortunate thing was that she was she got hurt last year during the May Young Classic, the the previous year, and then she made a whole this whole comeback. She was a big comeback story, and then she got hurt again. So very unfortunate. Hope she keeps her head up. Um, I hope the company doesn't give up on her. I think I've seen her once or twice. She seemed to be pretty good. Hope they don't give up on her. She, you know, she was, you know, especially if she she. she 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 fights to come back. They got a tendency of calling, you know, labeling people as injury prone, you know, when they get hurt. So we'll see. On the 11th of August, um, this crazy, crazy story just leaked. Out. I don't know if it leaked out. I think it was on um, an old Kurt Bauer podcast, an interview he did like years before. And then, it, you know how the Internet is. Shit you say or do in the past, it just pops back up. Um, story about um, Randy Orton, some of his his crazy behavior, like just crazy shit, man. I think where he had to, he would like grab his, grab his, his, his nuts and then make somebody shake his hand, make a writer shake his hand. Just a whole bunch of just 
nonsense, silly shit, like silly, just frat boy bullshit, you know, borderline sexual harassment, man, just, just crazy, just crazy, and... WWE said they was going to investigate it. Uh, unfortunately, to my, my personal opinion, since it was um, he was doing it to other men, it seemed like it was kind of just brushed under. But almost guaranteed, if if, if that would have been women he was doing it to, guaranteed it would have been some kind of action. Guaranteed, one hundred percent, man. Just unfortunate story. Oh man, on the thirteenth, thirteenth of August, we had another another wrestling pass. It's another wrestling um, passing. I think it's kind of getting getting crazy right now during this time of the year. Um, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, one from one of the greatest teams of all times. Um, Jim the Anvil Nineheart passed away at sixty three. I think he had a heart attack. Heart attack in his home. Um, just unfortunate, unfortunate. I remember them from man, Heart Foundation was one of my favorites growing up watching. Man, they were one of the reasons I got into wrestling. You know, along with along with them and the British Bulldogs and Hulk Hogan and all of them people. Man, reason I even got into wrestling in the first place. So, big shout out to Jim Nanville, Nine Heart. Big shout out to him, man. He definitely entertained me throughout the years. On uh, the same day, um, Kurt, um, what's his name? Um, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose returned. He made his return. I think he got hurt like months, months before, man. He finally made his return to Raw to help out Seth Rollins against um, Dolph Ziggler and, and Drew McIntyre. So it was cool. Cool to see him. I think he had like a new look. You know, I think he had cut his hair. He, he was more muscular, more muscular. So it was cool. Um, they also announced that um, SmackDown 1000 was going to be going down in October. So, so many shows they had to promote at the same time. They just had to promote. There's a million, a million shows going on. They had to promote. It's it just amusing. It's a watch them try. On the 18th, um, the 18th of 18, the 18th of August. This is um, SummerSlam weekend. So NXT, NXT Takeover Brooklyn Part Four, another another great show. Like I said, every Takeover is an excellent show. Um, Undisputed Era they defeated Mustache Mountain. This was amazing. I remember this match. The match was ridiculous, ridiculous. Love Undisputed Era. Like I said, and Mustache Mountain is is is, is pretty amazing in their own right. Uh, the Velveteen Dream, he defeated EC3. I remember another really good match. I'm not really that crazy about EC3, you know, as far as in-ring goes, but I remember it was a really, um, really good match. Uh, Ricochet. Ricochet defeated Adam Cole. So big shout-out to Ricochet. And um, Kyrie Sane, she actually defeated Shayna Baszler. She defeated Shayna Baszler for the title. And um, like I said, that that Ricochet, Ricochet defeated Adam Cole for the title, and um, Kyrie Sane defeated Shayna Baszler for the title. Another great match. And the main event, the main event was Tommaso Ciampa. He defeated um, Johnny Gargano in a last man standing match. So I don't know. I guess people kind of figured Gargano was gonna win. Like this is a perfect story storybook situation for him because. Um, you know, um, Champa just won the belt, so now it's, the feud is coming up to a head, and now he's going to take the belt back. Nah, that nah, didn't happen, man. <laughs> didn't happen for Johnny Gargano, unfortunately. Um, the next day was SummerSlam. August the 19th was SummerSlam. It was an okay show. Um, I mean, they had some decent moments, but other than that, it wasn't really anything crazy, crazy special. Um, Braun Strowman, he defeated Kevin Owens in like a minute and 50 seconds. That was... Very, I, I was baffled. I remember being just totally baffled by that. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, Charlotte, she defeated, she defeated Becky Lynch and Carmella. She defeated them for the for the women's for the women's title, and um, that was when Becky made her heel turn. You know, that kind of went into what what we got now. What we got now is the man Becky Lynch, and uh, this is all the beginning of it right here, SummerSlam. You know, she was the consummate baby face all the years you know the fans loved her and the fans still love her even after she turned hill <laughs> i guess you ain't really turn hill if you turn on charlotte I, I guess not really a hill turn but uh, this, this is the beginning um we saw the demon finn Balor. he came out he, he defeated um baron corbin that was that was a surprise a shock i think he beat him in like a minute that was a shock and unfortunately that was probably that was probably like the last win Balor had for the rest of the year <laughs> until close to the end uh, Ronda Rousey, she, she defeated Alexa Bliss to win the title. I remember um, pretty quick match. Wasn't really that competitive. Kind of a squash match. And she beat her. And Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns defeated Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Um, 
they was real slick about it. I remember they had could Braun Strowman, you know, won money in the bank, and then he came out in the beginning of the match that he was going to cash in. So they kind of had him positioned outside the ring for the whole match. So you kind of thought that he was definitely going to cash it in. And and then even after Roman Reigns won the match, it still you still thought Braun, um, you still thought Braun was going to cash it in, and then he just cut off. The show just went off, so they didn't get a chance to crowd the boo. <laughs> it, it just went off the air. So, real slick, real slick. But, like I said, it was all right, Carl. It wasn't nothing really special. Um, on the 20th, the very next day on Raw, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle was sent home. Was sent home, and Corbin was named the um, acting GM of Raw, which was which would go down just, oof, just horrible. Just a horrible, horrible, horrible angle. Just really, really horrible angle. Uh, on the, Also on that same show, I guess the most significant thing on that show was um, The Shield. The Shield reunited. Um, Braun Strowman was going to cash in again against Roman Reigns, and then Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose came out as with, with the shit music and the old flak jackets on and helped them, and then they beat down Braun and gave him the um, triple power bomb and all that stuff. So it is what it is. Um, the twenty first, the very next, the uh, very next day, um, it was announced that um, Rowan. That Rowan from the Bludgeon Brothers that he injured his um he tore up he tore a bicep at SummerSlam. And that was pretty much it. Rowan was done for the rest of the year. And unfortunately, it seemed like Luke Harper was done for the rest of the year also, unfortunately. Luke Harper he had same thing with Fandango and um Tyler Breeze. And the same exact thing happens with with um Rowan. Rowan and Harper. Same exact thing. One goes down and the other one is just vanished off the face of the earth. Vanish off the face of the earth. I love Luke Harper. Luke Harper is like to me, he is one of the another one of the most underutilized talents on the roster and just totally wasted. You know, his partner's hurt, so they have no idea what to do with him. Um, just baffling. Just baffling. Uh, it was announced. It's announced on August twenty fifth that Neville is no longer under contract. Uh, that was like a big thing going on all the way throughout the year. Cause that that shit goes all the way back to I think he first walked out like like, cause, cause um, Enzo was still the champion when he walked out, so that goes all the way back to the beginning of the year when he walked out, and he hasn't been seen, you know, from hasn't been seen to her from since then. I think he was complete radio silence, like no tweets, no Instagram, nothing, just complete. The next thing we hear is that he is, is no longer on the contract. So big shout out to him, man, because I know he went back to his um his old company in Japan, and he's just doing it the way he wants to do it. So big shout out to that dude. And on the 28th, um, Raw, um, to end out the month, Braun Strowman, he turned against Roman Reigns in a tag match. And he aligns himself with um, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. So, it is what it is, man. Uh, I mean, the company, they just, you know, they, they had a they had a really hot baby face in Braun Strowman and just ruined it like they always do. Uh, where are we going? We going to the beginning of September, man. All in, all in September the 1st, man, just an amazing, amazing show. To me, this is probably my second favorite show of the entire year. The Young Bucks and Cody, they they all put together an amazing show, just amazing matches, man. Like for, I guess it was independent, but I guess it was an independent show, but they did an excellent job with the help of Ring of Honor. Um, I was definitely looking looking forward to Kenny Kenny Omega versus um, Pentagon. Enjoyed that match. Um, Cody won. Cody ended up winning the NWA title from Nick Aldis. That was a really big moment. And um, the, the, I remember the, the the battle royal was good. Everything was good. Everything was good. Even the whole Joey Ryan with 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 the um the damn penis druids coming out. Amazing show. Excellent show. And 2019, it looks, it looks like these guys are going to just go all, like literally go all in with their own company in 2019. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to check it out. Definitely going to check it out, at least, at least from the beginning. Definitely going to support them and try to, you know, maybe maybe get a reviews going for that show, whatever it is. Whatever, I don't know if it's going to be pay-per-views, it's going to be a weekly show. I have no idea. But I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out, that, that All Elite Wrestling. And, you know, I'm definitely give them a chance. Definitely give them a chance see what they can do. But um, like I said, really good show. Shout out to those dudes, man. They definitely did their thing. Um, let me see what we got going on here. Um, the third, the third of September, uh, Ziggler, 
Ziggler and um, Drew McIntyre defeated the uh, the B team, the B team for the Raw Tag Team titles. You know, doesn't really matter. wasn't really important. B team wasn't really important. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, unfortunately, not really important as a team. Nobody, nobody really cared because they, you know, they always protected um, Drew McIntyre. But Dolph Ziggler has just been a complete, complete joke for many, many years, man. Um, speaking of, I, I said the two people who their partners were injured and they just vanished off the face of the earth. They actually made an appearance at an NXT house show. Um, Luke Harper and Tyler Breeze made an appearance at an NXT house show, which uh, the crowd loved that. They was going crazy over that. Um, the, the 10th, the 10th of September, Renee Young officially announced as a part of the Royal announced team. So Coachman is out. Renee Young is in. You know, so it's pretty cool. Um, uh, this is coincidentally a, a month before um, Evolution. You know, funny, funny how that happens, but it's all good. You know, coach. I don't know. I'm not one of the people that make a big deal out of announcers. I know, like, cause I don't, I don't, I honestly don't really hear them. Didn't get, I don't really watch the shows that much, but I don't really hear the announcers. They they don't really bother me that much. I, I really don't care. But uh, big shout out to her. And uh, the next night on SmackDown, wasn't nothing really major happened except for, I mean, the closing segment was some of what Joe reading, the bedtime story to, um, to AJ Styles and his kids. That that was a pretty cool moment. Um, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell pay-per-view was on the 16th. Um, we saw Becky Lynch. She actually defeated Charlotte for the women's title, the first ever women's Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Becky Lynch is amazing. Love Becky Lynch, man. She definitely did a thing. And um, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and and Braun Strowman, um, a, a no contest. They had a no contest. Brock Lesnar came out and like beat both of them down. You know, whatever it is what it is, man. It is what it is. <laughs> just is what it is. Just, 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 just ridiculous. <sighs> The very next day, on the 17th, they officially announced Crown Jewel. Officially announced the Crown Jewel pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia. This thing right here is just, this shit that took on a life of its own. Like, some people, they, I don't know, you kind of fall on a couple of sides. You, I don't know, you either fall against the WWE for the decision to go to Saudi Arabia. Um, some people maybe just don't really care. And I think that's pretty much it. I I don't really hear very too many people defending the company. You know, either either you just don't really care or you just totally against them. So I don't know. Just very unfortunate. Very unfortunate situation, you know. Um the twenty fourth, the twenty fourth, oh man, of September, uh Liv Morgan, she got injured on Raw. She had a um concussion. Um by Brie Bella was doing the 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 yes kicks and Kicked her dead in her face, and I think she kicked her twice in the head and laid Liv Morgan out. She had a concussion. She was just completely knocked out, man. Just a very, very, very unfortunate situation. And uh, But she she recovered. She recovered in time, but it was just a very unfortunate situation, man. Um, that episode of SmackDown the next day on the 25th, that was when uh, Samoa Joe visited uh, AJ Styles' house, visited, visited his house, and he... AJ Styles was in the arena. Then Samoa Joe was on the screen. And, oh, man, it was crazy. Someone ring the doorbell. It was like night-night AJ or something. And it, it, it cut off. Just just crazy, man. Samoa Joe was uh, another one. Another underutilized talent. He, he He's such a great heel, man. And um, Ev- Evolution, the group Evolution, Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair, they were announced to appear on um, SmackDown 1000. Like I said, they are promoting a million things at once. So now they got the crown jewel. They got to promote Evolution and SmackDown 1000. They got to promote. Plus whatever the paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just, just crazy. All right. October. October. October the 2nd. October the 2nd. <laughs> you know, remember, like I said, earlier in the year um, on, on part one, I mentioned how that Raw, Raw 25, they had... um. I think four four point four million viewers. Well, Monday Night Raw on a, on October the second posted a record low rating for the second straight week. Two point two million viewers, so almost half half of what they did back in January 
It's crazy. Like a record low. The la- the week before was a record low, and then the- then this week was another record low. Just crazy. Um, Shawn Michaels did return on that episode of Raw. He returned in the ring to you know to help set up the um, Triple H versus Undertaker match at uh, Crown Jewel. Nobody really gets a shit. Um, October the fourth, uh, Charlie Caruso. She joined ESPN. She joined ESPN. I think she's gonna do some like. I think she still worked with WWE as a backstage ring announcer. You know, a robot that just ha- has the mic in her hand. But um, big shout out to her. You know, she's a she's a very very pretty girl and shit. Big shout out to her. Uh, Super Showdown. Super Showdown was in was held in uh, Melbourne, Australia, uh, on the on the six seventy thousand people. Um, Another show where it wasn't, you know, it was basically a, a gigantic house show. Uh, Lashley and John Cena. John Cena made his return. Um, him and Cena. Lashley and Cena defeated um, Elias and Kevin Owens. Um, Rousey and the Bellas. They 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 teamed up to defeat the Riot Squad. Um, the Shield. They defeated um, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler. Um, Triple H. You know, I said we with. Um, Oh yeah, this is what Shawn Michaels was 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 helping. Um, I mean, getting all these matches confused, man. This is what Shawn Michaels was was out there for. He was in a corner, Triple H, and uh, Triple H defeated Undertaker, who had Kane in his corner, in, like a no DQ match. Wasn't nothing special. Like I said, it was a big glorified house show. That was basically a damn tag team match in itself because it was no DQs and Kane and Shawn Michaels was pretty much in the ring for the whole match. Just you know, just just a nothing show. Um. On Raw, on Raw, on the eighth, two days later, Shawn Michaels officially announced he was coming out of retirement, coming out of retirement, and he was going to team up with Triple H to take on um, Taker and Kane at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Um, the Bella Twins, they actually turned on Rousey on this show to set up the the main event for Evolution, which was uh, Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey, and this is the beginning of the Kevin Owens um, injury angle. Um where I think um, also, well, he was out and then Lashley, Lashley turned heel during this match. Just like, just constantly beat them down, beat them down, beat them down. So Lashley turned heel. Was that this match? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lashley turned heel. You know, it wasn't really important. Just, just, you know, it wasn't really important as far as the Lashley part goes. But Kevin Owens, you know, he was out and he's been out. He's been out ever since then. I think they just now recently announced that he's he's on his way back in. So, I like Kevin Owens, man. I hope they can they can get it together with him. Um, man, 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 man. This is the this is the real beginning of the real real controversy. On October the 11th, the WWE they had to issue a statement um, following it was the death of a Saudi Arabian um, journalist Jamal Kasagi, um, who was who was allegedly. Allegedly murdered by the 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 Saudi government, you know, just just a very very unfortunate. I mean, he was definitely murdered. I, it was just going back and forth whether the the government and the prince had anything to do with it. Just a like a super super unfortunate situation, and the WWE they just underwent a a ton tons of criticism for even being in bed with these guys in the first place. And then this thing happened. It was just, just really, really a horrible, horrible situation, man. Big shout out to that guy, Jamal Kasagi. I know he was very outspoken. He was very outspoken. I think he ended up moving to Turkey, or ended up moving to America. But um, he was very outspoken against the Saudi government, you know. And it's just, just unfortunate, man. Just really unfortunate. Like the things that happen in this world, man. Just, it's just very sad. Very sad. Um, let me see. On the 16th, on um, they had actually had the SmackDown 1000. It had very little fanfare because they was promoting so many things at the same time. Um, the Usos they defeated Brian and AJ in a match. Um, Evolution had their reunion. Wasn't really thinking anything special. Nothing has come about since then. You know, I think but Batista he kind of went off on his own and was making comments about, like, Triple H and stuff and almost like they were setting up a match between him and Triple H, but was there nothing really um, special happened on there? Uh, let me see what else. They had. Oh, they had the Edge and Becky State, Edge and Becky um, segment, which was pretty cool. You know, we seen the Hill, Becky Lynch, and, you know, Edge was trying to tell her about, 
you know, don't turn to your friends. And, you know, she she was amazing. Basically told him, don't watch your neck on the way getting out. Becky, Becky is so amazing, man. Um, the bar defeated the New Day. <sighs> the Big Show turn for the, literally, I think for the 70th time, Big Show turn heel. Nobody really, really gave a shit at all. And um, take a return, Undertaker return. It's a setup to talk about basically the match for um, Crown Jewel. And he didn't do anything, just said, DX, rest in peace. Complete waste of time. Complete, complete waste of time. Um, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle won the 17th, man. He, Matt Riddle made his um, NXT TV debut at, at, at the tapings, man. Matt Riddle. I'm excited to see Matt Riddle. I didn't really see him before he before he signed with NXT. I never really watched him, watched him before. But um, I'm going back to watch some of his matches since then, and I like him. Really like him, man. My my favorite wrestler is RVD, and he um, just his appearance remind me of RVD. And then listen to his interview on I forgot what podcast he was on recently, and he he you know, Rob Van Dam is actually one of his people he he looks up to in wrestling, which is which is which is very funny. I mean, nobody can replace RVD for me, but it's it's, it's funny. It's funny that he kind of like following his footsteps a little bit. This is it's pretty amusing. Um, the word started going around during the how during the weekend um, of October twenty first that Roman Reigns he missed the uh, the entire weekend of um, house shows. So rumors going around, you know, it was like, oh, you know, is he hurt? Like, what, what what's going on? You know, he missed it. He he missed it, and um. On Raw the twenty second, man, very 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 sad day. Um, Roman Reigns um, started out Raw, and he announced that he had leukemia. His leukemia had returned. Probably ninety nine percent of people didn't know that, uh, other than you know his immediate family, and I think I think probably Vince and Triple H knew. Obviously Stephanie, you know, knew that he actually had leukemia when he was in his twenties, and um, it. It came back. It came back, and he had to relinquish his universal title, which is, you know, that's not really important. That's just a, you know, nobody really cares about that. Everybody really cares about the person, man. And he gave a very, um, you know, very good speech and said he's going to fight it, and he's going to win. He's going to kick Kansas' ass and all that good stuff. And just a, just a, just a very, 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 very sad moment, man. Um, and then watch, the, watch Seth Rollins come out at the end just, like, in tears and, that just hit me. That that he's in tears. Somebody's cut onions in my house once again. It, you know, it was just 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 sad, man. But I think we've seen Roman Reigns a couple of times since then. I know he he's at a football game recently. You saw him. He he looked pretty good. Now if I saw something else, a, a picture or a video of him recently again, and he looks good, man. You know, he doesn't look like real sickly or anything like that. So hope he hope he can definitely kick out kick out of it man and come back stronger than ever man stronger than ever i mean the crowd is no i don't know what they're gonna do you know if he ever comes back man i don't know i mean the crowd's gonna he's gonna get the biggest standing ovation ever and i don't know how the crowd can ever boo roman reigns ever again knowing them they'll probably turn him heel the minute he comes back they'll turn him heel they should have him attack uh ray mysterio or something man who knows um but on on the episode of Raw, the only other thing that really happened major on that was um, Rollins and Ambrose. They defeated Ziggler and and Drew McIntyre for the Raw Tag Team Titles, and then and then um, Dean Ambrose turned on turned on them at the end of the show. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I didn't mind it when it happened. I know a lot of people were against it. You know, they they were sort of his poor taste. You know, for the whole Roman thing. But it, but to me, I mean, it's wrestling. It is what it is. The show must go on. You know, it is what it is. That was the time that they figured would be the best time to to do it, and they did it. So, you know, big shout out to them. On the twenty eighth, the twenty eighth. Now, this I said the um, All In was my second favorite show of the year. This next show was my favorite show of the year. Evolution, WWE Evolution, man. This is this is amazing, amazing, amazing show. All women, first all women's pay per view. Um, some people figured that this show was in response of the women not being able to go to Saudi Arabia, so they had to hold this show. But to me, it was an amazing show. It was shot differently from all the other pay-per-views. 
And it was just a great show, a great, great show. Um, the weakest match to me was the first match with um, Trish and Lita took on Mickey James and Alicia Fox. That was the weakest match of the show to me. And it just it just got better and better. Um, Nia Jax, she won the, the, the Women's Royal Rumble for the number one contendership for the women's title, which was cool. Um, they had the the May Young Classic Final, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. It's my first time seeing Io Shirai. I heard a lot about her. <sighs> amazing, amazing match. Um, Sasha Bailey and Natty they defeated the Riot Squad. Um, I really like the Riot Squad. I like the Riot. I, obviously, obviously, you know Sasha Bailey and Nia. Sasha Bailey and Natty are you know they're all really good wrestlers. Um, I like Ruby Riot. I like Ruby Riot a lot. She she's definitely grown on me. She's really good, man. But a good match. Um, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler defeated Kyrie Sane and, and, and took the title back, man. Shayna Baszler, like I said, she's great. Um, the best match on the card, hands down, was um, Becky and Charlotte in the, in the last woman standing match. Becky's on a whole nother level, whole nother level. And um, Ronda Rousey defeated Nikki Bella in a really good match, really good match. I didn't know what to expect before the match. I was pe- pleasantly surprised. And a really good match, man. So, all together, it was a dope show. The next night on Raw, um, Ronda versus Becky was officially announced for the Survivor Series. Officially announced for the Survivor Series. Um, yeah, when they first announced it, I didn't know how to feel about it. I figured, you know, it, was, it, it would be a good match, but obviously Becky had to lose, you know. So, I wasn't really that crazy about the idea, but it didn't work out too good. In the end, <laughs> as far as that match goes. And um, John Cena, he was replaced by Lashley at Crown Jewel. Um, word I got out that John Cena and Daniel Bryan both actually refused to go to Crown Jewel. So uh, they wasn't saying anything for like a, at least like a week. And then all of a sudden, they just made like a like a one comment that Lashley was replacing um, John Cena. So that's the way they wrote him off of the show. And the the very next night, um, since Brian was off the show as well, he had his title match with AJ because that was announced for Crown Jewel, and he had his title match was actually on the show, and AJ Styles defeated Daniel Bryan on the show, so that was pretty much the end of that. That 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 was it for that. And um, all right, that was it. Um, I'm not even really gonna get into Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel basically fucked the company, fucked the <laughs> the people that ran it. Wasn't really important whatsoever. September the second, I mean, uh, November the second, wasn't important. Like nothing significant. It just wasn't important. You know, Hulk Hogan came back. Nobody cared. They never even talked about it. Lesnar, he won the title. I guess that was significant. No, nobody really cares. And Shane is the best wrestler in the world. So whatever. Who cares? On the sixth, on the sixth of uh, November, Drew McIntyre he he um defeated Kurt Angle in a squash match, basically on Raw, basically beat Kurt Angle's ass, defeated Kurt Angle in a squash match. Oh, this is something I didn't even know until I did the research for this episode. On the sixth, WWE they purchased the um the World Wrestling Council's um video library, uh, Puerto Rico, Carlos Colon. I didn't even know. I had no idea. Um, that's gonna be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. That's why with the old with WWE, I'm like, I'm so, I'm, you know, I, I keep up with the current product, but I'm just so all the stuff they do. I'm just so against them, but I love to watch the old shows on the, on the network. Love to watch all the old shows. So I'm definitely excited to see um to see to see WWC. I'm excited to to, to see them matches. I heard about them for all these years. Um, the the eighth the eighth of November they officially announced the end of the overrun for Monday Night Raw, you know. So for all these years, going all the way back to the '90s, back to the to the Nitro and Raw going head to head, you know, Raw would go off like three o like three ten like you know three o eight three o seven sometimes three fifteen I'm three sometimes I think like three hours and 15 minutes three hours and 10 minutes so here on the east coast it would go off like 11 10 11 15 but now it's a hard boom no overrun 11 o'clock on the dot eastern done show is going off so that's pretty good that's a step in the right direction because man this 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 three hour shit is just the worst um the same day big shout out to this to this couple they got married man on the eighth Roger Strong and uh, Serena um 
Marina Shafir. They got married. I didn't know they was even together and shit, man. So that's that's what's up. Big shout out to them. Um, on the twelfth, the twelfth of November, Monday Night Raw. That's when they had. They was trying to set up the Survivor Series match, and the um, the SmackDown women came over, and that's what uh, Nia Jax just punched, sucker punch Becky Lynch in her face, broke her face, broke her orbital socket, and all of that, man, and. Kind of a kind of a blessing in disguise for Becky Lynch because that set up, you know, now she's out of the match against Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series, but that quite possibly set up her and Ronda at WrestleMania, which, you know, the speculation is that it could be the main event, which would be pretty good, pretty, pretty, pretty amazing, man. So we're going to see. But since Becky's out the match, now this sets up Charlotte against Ronda Rousey for Survivor Series. Um, SmackDown, which is whew, amazing, man. Nobody saw this shit coming. Brian, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles for the SmackDown for the for, for the world title. Defeated AJ Styles for the world title, and he turned heel in the same time, man. Just I don't know who saw that shit coming. I sure as hell didn't. Happy to see that. Um, the seventeenth, seventeenth NXT War Games. Again, they keeping it up, man. Another great pay per view. Uh, Matt Riddle made his made his um, pay per view debut or uh, uh, take over pay per view um, debut against Cassius Ono. Beat him in like a minute, minute and change. Uh, Shayna Baszler defeated Kyrie Sane in a two out of um, two out of three falls match. Another excellent match. Um, Alistair Black defeated Johnny Gargano. Another excellent match. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Velveteen Dream in another excellent match. Say it with me. <laughs> And then um, the actual War Games itself, um, Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders defeated the Undisputed Era with the return of Bobby Fish. So they defeated the Undisputed Era. Um, another great match, really, really, really good match. And um, big shout out to all of these, all of these dudes in NXT, man. They they constantly doing what they got to do. Um, I'm I'm gonna make it a, a in definitely 2019. I'm gonna make it a priority to watch NXT every week. You know, I, I kind of jump here and there with, with the with the TV shows, but I, I watch every takeover, but I'm going to make it a priority to watch all the NXT shows, man, for the year. November 26th, which is actually the day after my birthday, November 26th, um, the WWE, they increased the restrictions on all the NXT um, UK contracts. So now they kind of make it difficult for those UK wrestlers to go to other promotions you know, a whole bunch of restrictions. You know, I guess they 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 gave them all a raise, and you know, just just you know, WWE doing WWE shit. Um, Walter Walter officially signs with WWE during this time to be for the for the UK brand. I heard he doesn't like want to come over to America at all. So, you know, they got. Him. I mean, they they just they are really just doing everything Vince did back in the days. They're doing all the same shit, you know, where Vince took over all the territories. They 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 trying to they trying to do that now with all the independent companies throughout the whole world. But independent wrestling right now is is that it's one of probably the strongest it's ever been. Probably the strongest it's ever been going into twenty nineteen, you know, with the with with the all elite wrestling and and that whole all in and you know, and also major companies like Ring of Honor stepping up to the plate, New Japan stepping up to the plate. You know, it's it's, it's going to be a good good 2019 for fans of wrestling, man. You you you're going to have alternatives, which is a great thing. And to end out the end out the month, um, Braun Strowman he had surgery, successful elbow surgery. He had injured his elbow. He had successful elbow surgery, and um, that will put him out for pretty much for the rest of the year. Um. All right, this is it. It's the last month. The last month, man. Um, it was announced on the on the first of December that WWE they were switching um, WrestleMania weekend was was switching NXT Takeover in the Hall of Fame. Um, so switching now to Takeover, moving into Fridays and moving the Hall of Fame to Saturdays. And um, that if if NXT would have stayed on Saturday, that would have put them head to head against that New Japan Ring of Honor sh- uh, show at MSG. So they they smartened up, they switched it up, <laughs> and then they um you know did what they had to do. So now it's good for people that w- they're actually going to be in town for for the for the whole weekend. They they can they don't have to choose between which show they want to see. They can go see both. They can see one on Friday, see one on Saturday. 
Um, on the fourth, on the fourth, fourth <laughs> of December, Monday Night Raw posted a record low rating, record record low. Set another record low rating. Man, man, this show is just going to shit, man. I can't watch Raw. I cannot watch Raw anymore, especially on a Monday. <sighs> can't do it. Um, we had a we had another wrestling death. I think it's the last one for the year so far. Um, Tom Billington. Otherwise known as the Dynamite Kid, uh, he passed away at 60 years old. Um, like I said earlier, when 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 the Anvil passed away, you know, the Hart Foundation versus versus British Bulldogs was one of my favorite um, matches to watch. You know, I first started watching wrestling. Uh, excellent matches, excellent matches. Two excellent teams. Um, unfortunately, I mean, Dynamite Kid was he was amazing. You know, he was amazing. He um, he, a lot of people imitated his style and followed his footsteps, like like um, like um Eddie Edwards and like um. Well, I guess it was a direct descendant of like you know Chris Benoit and then like Eddie Edwards would follow him and you see you see a little bit of Brian in him too. Very influential wrestler was Dynamite Kid. You know, Hardy was a complete, you know, um, not a nice guy. I mean, I ain't gonna talk ill of the dead man, but not a not a nice guy at times backstage. But um, is an amazing wrestler. Uh, it's unfortunate, very unfortunate, man. And I listened to somebody when he first passed was talking about those Hall Foundation versus British versus, versus British Bulldogs tag team matches. And the last one alive is Bret Hart, man, because everybody else has passed away. So, you know, R.I.P. to um, Dynamite Kid. Um, on the eighth, man, this was an unfortunate situation. On the eighth of December, Big Cass, he was at a House of Hardcore uh, event for Tommy Dreamer, and he had a seizure. He had a seizure, like I think it was like during intermission or something. But he seems to be okay now. Seems to be okay. You know, people were really, really worried, and uh, seems to be just like like a like a health issue, like a medical issue. You know, I mean, I know Tommy Dreamer made a point to say that it wasn't any any kind of drug drug related thing. So. You know, big shout out to Big Cat. Hope he gets better soon. Um, on the tenth, on the tenth of um, September, on, on, on Monday Night Raw, um, uh, Seth Rollins had a, um, he started off the show with an in-ring promo, basically talking about all the things wrong with the company right now, um, and basically try to say, you know, in storyline that it was that it was all um, Baron Corbin's fault. When in actuality it was all Vince McMahon's fault, <laughs> they kind of just, just, it's just whatever, man. So basically going out there saying that the show is shit, basically, and um, that that episode of Raw dropped another four percent from last week's, and it was a, again officially the lowest rated show in the history of Monday Night Raw. Two two point one million viewers, man, just horrible, 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 man. Um, they announced that um, come this upcoming Monday that Vince McMahon was gonna come back to shake things up on Raw. Man, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> uh, TLC, they had a TLC pay per view. Um, nothing really important. Um, Braun Strowman defeated King Baron Corbin. He didn't really even have a match. I think all the other jobbers came in and, and helped beat up like Apollo Crews and Finn Balor. All the, all the other jobbers they came in and beat him up for him, and he just put his foot on him. Wasn't really important, um, but that also set up set up um, Brock Lesnar versus um, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman at Royal Rumble for the world title. I set that match up, and um, Baron Corbin was no longer the commissioner of um, the GM of Monday Night Raw, no longer the GM. Um, really good match on the show. Really good match. Um, Ronda Rousey defeated um, Nia Jax. Really good match. I enjoyed that one, and a pretty horrible, horrible match. Um, Dean Ambrose the, defeated Seth Rollins for the IC title. Very horrible match. Just boring as all hell. I don't know who it is. You know what? Vince Russo, I listened to his podcast, man. He he, he made a, you know, Vince Russo, I am kind of don't really agree with everything he says because, you know, he's not a fan of the in-ring product. He more focuses on the outside stuff. But he made a point, which I don't really agree with because to me it has to be both. It has to be both. You can't just have just all good promos and shit and have shit matches. It has to be both. It's the same way, vice versa. You, which is one of the reasons I can't really, really get into like New Japan because the matches are excellent, but I don't really understand everything else that's going on. And even if I do understand kind of the story, it's you know it's 
it's no real meat to the bones of the New Japan stories. But um, he says something about Seth Rollins, how, you know, he doesn't really have, you know, they focus on his, his end ring as the main focus. And and like Vince Russo said, like once that's done, like once people seen all the moves, they didn't see all your moves in the matches, like what's next? Like what do you have to offer? Like he doesn't really have that much of a personality on the show. Is really just his mood. But when you've seen the diving through the ropes a million times, you've seen the curb stop a million. Like, what else is there? You know, you got to have more meat to his bones, man. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and Oscar, Oscar, Oscar defeated Charlotte and Becky for the women's, for the SmackDown women's title, which is another pleasant surprise. I was happy to see it. Happy. That also, you know, that helps set sets up um, the Women's Royal Rumble for hopefully Becky can win that. And Asuka gets a shot, man, because they just completely dropped the ball. Ever since she lost the belt, I mean, she lost against um, Charlotte at WrestleMania, they completely just dropped the ball. But the crowd never gave up on her. The crowd didn't give up on her. They always cheered for her. So, you know, big shout out to Asuka. Like I said, one of the greatest in the world, period. Um... Monday Night Raw, they announced some call-ups. That, you know, that's, that's when Vince came out. Started off Raw, and, and again, not really important. Doesn't, doesn't really matter. Vince came out with Shane and Stephanie and Triple H, and they said they're taking Raw back. Nobody fell for this shit. We all know they run the show, period. So, anyway, I'm going to get into that. Um, but they, they announced some NXT call-ups. Um, Lars Sullivan. Uh, Lacey Evans, EC3, Heavy Machinery, and Nikki Cross. They they, they have now some call-ups for NXT. Nobody not sure exactly which shows they're going to, but it's, it's interesting. At least have some some fresh bodies on the on the roster. I think um, Lars Sullivan could be pretty good, and you know if used right. Um, EC3, I think I, I I can see them pushing him. I can see them pushing him, kind of in that John Cena, John Cena vein. You know, we'll see. Um, heavy machinery is funny. I enjoy their work. And Nikki Ross is really good too, man. Nikki Ross is really good, so interested. Um definitely winding down. Um the Raw before Christmas time. Um Vince McMahon he announced the women's um tag team titles coming soon, coming uh in the following year. Um they had a they had a really good match on Raw, Natty versus on Ronda Rousey. Really, really, really good match, man. So Ronda Rousey just basically has impressed me. I haven't seen a bad Ronda Rousey match pretty much throughout the entire year. I enjoyed all her matches, even like the squash matches. I enjoyed all the matches. This Natty match was this 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 is one of the best to me because you really get the because from the word going around is that they didn't get a chance to even rehearse the match at all. So it's kind of cold in the ring. If it's cold in the ring, man, Ronda Ronda's special. Ronda's really really special, man. And um, to close out the year, man, to close out the year, my man Rusev on, which happened to be, it was Christmas and it was Rusev Day, which is amazing. And he defeated Nakamura for the um, SmackDown U.S. title. So <clears throat> big shout out to Rusev. He was another un- underutilized talent throughout the year. So was Nakamura. But uh, unfortunately, they're not going to do anything with Rusev. They never do anything with anybody that wins the U.S. title. They never do. They always have like a push up until they get the belt. And then once they get the belt, they don't do anything with them. So, you know, but I mean, good for him. Good for him. You know, maybe, maybe it's a quite it's a possibility they might do something, but I highly doubt it. But big shout out to him. And um, that's going to be it, man. That wraps up, um, wraps up 2018. Um, it was a... Uh, it was a up and down year for WWE. They had some high points. They had a lot of low points. A lot of low points as far as the main roster goes. Um, NXT, they had very high, very highs, man. Very much highs. Um, like their roster is stacked. Their roster is stacked. I know. I know they they just had a house show recently at MSG after Christmas, and guaranteed it was like a ten man match or, or eight man match, whatever. But Undisputed Era versus, um, I think it was Matt Riddle, um, Ricochet, Pete Dunne. Basically, all 10 of the people in that match, all 10 of them, all eight, eight of them, was probably better than the top eight on Raw and SmackDown combined. Pretty guaranteed. Guaranteed, man. The, that The top 10 people on NXT is better than the top 10 people on, on Raw and SmackDown, period. So... 
is what it is, man. But looking forward to looking forward to um, like I said, the all elite wrestling. Looking forward to see what they're gonna do in the new year. Um, like I said, I'm gonna definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, I'm gonna keep an eye on NXT. I'm gonna watch NXT every week. I'm going going forward. Um, yeah, that's gonna be it, man. So just just, just interested, just interested. I think I'm definitely gonna try to get in at least um. A wrestling like a like a like a wrestling review every week you know cover the weekend wrestling cover the news um whatever major happened on raw smackdown you know i'm not I, I can't sit down and watch both shows i cannot sit down and watch both shows but i can you know skim through them and you know if i see something that catches my eye i'll, I'll definitely watch the whole segment or the whole match or whatever something catches my eye but um yeah that's it man that's it we're gonna wrap it up man d dame show this episode two 2018 wrestling year in review definitely appreciate everybody checking it out um social media is at the d dame show on instagram and twitter email is the d dame show at gmail.com remember we on itunes spotify google play Castbox, all the places man you get your podcast just 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 check it out and rock with us throughout the year man so appreciate all the love internets and we are out Peace.